What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Uh, yesterday, a man was sentenced to five years imprisonment for counts including assault causing serious harm and violent disorder. The last two years of the sentence was um, suspended based on certain fairly strict conditions. Uh, the man, Josh Cummins, 19, pleaded guilty before the Dublin Circuit Court to intentionally or recklessly causing serious harm to Alana Quinn Idris on December 30th of 2021 is the second individual um, to be sentenced for that egregious attack. And in response to it, um, Alana Quinn Idris said that she um, thought the sentence was disappointing. She said, I appreciate what the judge has done for me, but added, I feel kind of let down every day of the rest of my life. She says she will be reminded of this. She's with us this morning. Good morning, Alana. Hi, good morning. Alana, Can do you remember the assault itself? Have you a recollection of it? Um, most of it, yeah, I do, yeah. And can you tell us what happened? Yeah, um, so the assault itself, basically, like, it was, um, we, me and my, um, ex-partner, I'll say, um, we, um, saw four, four boys come from two opposite directions, and then one of them came over to us, um, and was just screaming and shouting and stuff. And I go over and got between him and um, my ex and he ended up punching me in the face. And then obviously they start fighting and stuff and then the three other fellas come over. And then all I remember then from that is getting up and then seeing them on him and trying to get them off. And then that's that was that's all I can remember. I was gone then from that. What's the next thing that you can remember after that? Um, I just remember um, waking up like all these people around me. I remember my um, one of my friends screaming in my ear, like like because we were right outside her house, screaming for me to like unlock my phone so she could get my mom and stuff. Um, and I just remember like sitting there screaming, like my face, my face, my face, because I could feel. Um, obviously, I could see I was there was blood everywhere. I was vomiting everywhere. Um, I was like in and out of consciousness and like I remember loads of people trying to keep me awake Um, and I could just like feel like my face was so swollen already and then I could, I across from me then I could see uh, my ex and he was covered in blood, like blood like running down from his head because they had split his head open Um, and I was just crying for him and just, just, I was just in hysterics really. You were then taken to hospital and from there to the uh, INR for emergency services or for emergency mm-hmm. surgery rather. What were the injuries when they got you to hospital? What did they find? Um, they found that my orbital bone, I don't know if I'm using the right words, sorry. Um, just my eye socket basically was completely fractured. Um, I My eye had been pushed so far back into my head. Um, I had... Um, 
um what's the word sorry um ruptured what's the thing um my retina oh sorry yeah my retina was completely detached and yeah just like a complete ruptured eyeball had a broken cheekbone and teeth missing as well yeah yeah sorry yeah yeah I had a crack then in my sinuses my cheekbone was um fractured as well and then I had um like I was in the hospital bed and I remember a nurse was giving me medication and I went to put it in and I a piece of my tooth just like completely came out like and at what point did you come to understand that you were unlikely to be able to see again from that eye? Uh, I kind of, I didn't, what, it's weird to say. Um, but the only thing I kept thinking of, because at that point I didn't know I was hit with the horse, or sorry, with the bike saddle. I didn't know I was hit with an object. Like, um, So I kept like, I remember I was in the hospital and I was looking up the, the whole Rihanna and Chris Brown situation. Because I remember her, she had like a ruptured eye socket or something like that. Something similar, I remember from reading. So I kind of had hope. I was like, oh no, like it's not as bad as I think it is. But like kind of all the doctors were really like, kind of like, oh, like they were kind of scared to tell me the truth. And I just remember then kind of realizing, oh, like this isn't, this isn't going to get any better. And then I remember I was left alone in the room. Um, I was getting checked by one of the doctors and she went to go do something and I got up and I looked in the mirror and I like I was so swollen that I had to like open it with my hand and I remember opening it and it was just it wasn't an eye like it was just like carnage like so that's then when I realised I broke down to me man all and I was that's when I realised that I wasn't gonna be fixed that's almost exactly two years ago. It was December 30th of 2021 that it happened. What's mm-hmm. what's it like now? How, what's the impact that this has on you day to day? Um. Well, obviously with the blindness, I'm still, I don't want to say I'm completely used to it because there's times where like I don't have, I don't have depth perception like at all. So I have to be really careful um, with stairs and stuff and just like my kind of spatial awareness. Um. I really struggle going outside with the sun and stuff like bright lights. I just like it really like obviously nobody can, you know, look at the sun or anything like that. But if I look at anything like bright, I just can't see at all. Um, and then like with my hip and stuff, cause I've had a bone graft and a fat graft for my hip. So um, that's kind of another struggle as well. Like trying to get, I don't want to say get the strength back up because it's not as bad. Um, as it could be like, but it's just, it's, it's another just added pain, like, um, and stuff. And then I have like a lot of pressure in my head. So like, if I wanted to like, say, clean my house or clean my room or even bend down and tie my shoelaces, like I can't, like, I'm not allowed to like bend down. Um, cause I can feel all the pressure built up in my head and it's like, my head is going to explode. So it's just, um, there's a lot of physical things to it. And as well, like on top of that, like, um, sorry, can I just ask what the question was again? Because I'm going to ramble now. No, not at all. I, I was asking what it was like now and, and you were describing the sort of the physical impact. I suppose the other side of yeah. it, and I think it was where you were heading, was the emotional side of it. What's the, the impact on your on your psychology? Yeah, um, well, I, I did struggle with my mental health before this, um, but this kind of just really set it off, like on a whole different kind of course. Like it's... Um, just kind of knowing that like I walk around with like I don't want to say shame because I'm not ashamed of myself um but like I I am walking around with like 
I don't know, like it's like it's like it's it's hard to explain. Like obviously everyone can see it. Do you know what I mean? It's not not something I can hide or try to hide at all. So I'm kind of walking around with just like this thing on my face that it's just that like psychologically it's just like it's it's hard, like because I just like I would do anything to just be normal again. Like it's just like that's like the one thing I would just love. It's just to wake up one day and just like be normal and nobody like know me or like nobody see this on my face and then ask about it or anything like that. And then like as well with that's like with other people, but then with myself, like, you know, it's just waking up every day and seeing that like this on my face. And then like, that just it brings me back every time. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I look and I can associate with anything else. Like it's, it's associated directly with the attack and everything. So it's just, that's hard. It, was there any satisfaction is the wrong word, but relief was, was there, was was seeing one of the men who did this to you get sentenced yesterday? Did that bring any relief? Did that help? Not really. Like yes and no. Like it did because like he deserves obviously to be locked up. Like and I do have that bit of satisfaction that um he knows um now you know like there was consequences to what you've done to me. Like but at the same time um like there's so many other people out there like you know um sorry in like I don't know there's just it's kind of it's more so difficult because the person who did directly cause the damage to my eye hasn't been named or anything so knowing that the people who have been locked up they're locked up but they know who that was it's just kind of it's just a hologram head wreck like to be honest what have the, like, the the doctors said about the physical condition, the the physical impact? Will will the kind of things that you talked about, like the the pain in your um, head when you bend over, the mm-hmm. the damage to the eye, will any of that improve, or is that the way life is now? It is just the way life is now. Um, I sp- I had a follow up appointment there a few like last week, I think it was, and I had said to the um, the consultants, I was like, oh, like I know like before I had like a lot of, you know, there was a lot of pressure in my head and stuff and I wasn't allowed to bend down and everything. But now I was kind of getting like kind of headachey pains. It was only freshly after the surgery. So I, obviously that was expected. Like, and I said to her, I goes, oh, is there anything like any explanation for that really? Like kind of, and she was just like, it's just because of how much stuff they've had to put into my face and into my head to, you know, try and make me normal again, that it's just, it's nothing that we can, they can really do about it. It's just like kind of, what you have to deal with if you if I want to be normal again. And do you mind me asking, Alana? In talking to you, you 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 are handling all of this in a way that sounds terribly practical and and very philosophical. Are you not filled with anger? Not filled with hate after? <laughs> I am. I am. I actually am. Um, if any, if you spoke to any of my friends, I am a very like hot headed kind of person. But at the same time, I always have stood by the fact that I feel like everybody should be able to speak about anything logically and without bringing emotion into it. Um, I do have a lot of emotion behind this and I do kind of fear then that people are going to think, oh, like she doesn't really, it doesn't really hurt her that much, like, and everything. Like, um, I've had comments on like my social media and stuff. It's like, how can you, um, sorry. Um, sorry, I'm just getting another call there. I'm just trying to decline it. Um, um, sorry, yeah, I um, 
I would have comments on my social media and stuff of people saying, how can she talk so normally about it and be so positive, but then go to courts and cry and read an impact statement. And I'm like, you do understand that this is something that it has emotionally affected me. Of course it's, it's, you know, it's like I was almost killed. You know, this is something that like could have ruined my life, but at the same time, I can't let that ruin the rest of my life. I still have the rest of my life to live. And I, you know, as a mature person, I feel like everybody should be able to speak about anything just with the facts of it and not just make it emotional, I think. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of texts and support for you, Alana, saying things like my best wishes with Alana. She is a brave woman for speaking out. She's fantastic. What a wonderful, brave girl. Says another best wishes to Alana. A very brave woman and a lot along those lines. Alana, thank you very much for taking the time to join us thank this morning. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Alana. That is Alana Quinn Idris. And as I say, uh, one of the men in the uh, assault on her, that being Josh Cummins, 1917 uh, at the time, sentenced to five years with two years suspended. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.